Okay, hi, and welcome to episode five. We are here and we're doing boundaries this week. But first, do not forget, um, this is a podcast that I read stories about other people's mental health journey, where they started or what we're pertaining to this week, and you need to subscribe and review to it so others can listen as well. <laughs> um, we, I have like seven reviews on Apple, I, on Apple podcast, and I'm really happy with that. I just need more because I will never be fulfilled until I have more of those. Um, but anyways, this week is boundaries. And before we get into that though, oh, check in. Uh, whew, tiny scattered brain there for a second. Hi, hello, welcome. Yes, if you watch my Instagram for these plain background today, I'm cleaning and I kind of realized what time it was and I was like, I'm not putting all this stuff away and making this look nice. Plain background it is today. Um, so let me check in with you first before we jump into boundaries and your experience with them. I have one really, really good story to share and then my own experience as well. So first I have had, I've had a really, really good week. Yeah, I've had a really good week. I've really been putting intention towards being vulnerable and honest about what I like and what I don't want to do. And it's just been humbling, I guess. Hold on. Oh, sorry. I told you I've been cleaning. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've been putting t- intention towards being vulnerable and honest, mostly with myself. And that's like a really big thing. And the more honest I was with myself this week, the better week I had. Like it was not only was I fighting through just kind of false things I'd put into the world, like um, I guess ego a little bit. Um, I was actually honest with myself and I was like, it's okay to admit that we're afraid to do those things or we don't want to do that, even if it's something that we should do. It's like, you need to tell yourself yeah, but I don't want to do it. <laughs> so stop pretending like it's a good thing that you're doing. Um, that's for me. Like it was like a good thing for me to pretending like it's a good thing that I put the dishes away every night, but like, I don't want to do it. So I need to be honest that I don't want to do this. Um, so yeah. And I was, uh, in my notes, yeah. Stripping away fear that was controlling my vulnerability. And that was something I talked about in my counseling appointment this week, and we're going to continue on that, but it was good. I've had a really, really good week. I wish I had more to say. Usually when I have a bad week, I can sit here and be like, whoa, let's talk about it, and we spend a long time in our intro talking about it, but when I have a good week, I really don't have much to say other than I had a really good week. Um, I should take more notes. That Maybe that's something I should be working on next week is when I do have a good week, like intentionally taking in that moment. So I have more to share with you, but also understanding why I'm having a good week. All right. So something I'm proud of is how vocal I've been this week. And, um, I'm someone that can live inside my own head happily. I can, I am one of the people that quarantine hits and I'm like happily isolated. Like I am like, Oh, I live, in my own head the majority of the time 
I don't need to say my opinion. I'm much happier listening to what you're saying, calculating what you're saying and going, "Mm mm-hmm. And that sometimes definitely does lend me to manipulation. Like I'm really good at listening, making someone else feel like they're very much heard, not agreeing with them, but not saying it and going, oh, I see where you're coming from. I have to watch that a little bit myself. Um, but I am I am proud of myself for, for uh, expressing more of my opinion this week and just being more vocal and not living up like up here in my head. And last thing for check-in, gratitude, recognizing the time I needed to take to myself. Okay, okay. Yeah, so that kind of goes hand in hand. Like I I was more vocal this week and within that I did feel a little bit more exhausted, but I really was starting to recognize when I just needed to take a step back and go be with myself and, you know, live through those emotions that we talked about last week. So I'm really proud of that and I'm definitely going to be working on taking more intention, like having more intention and taking the notes of when I am happy. So, all right. And let's go ahead and jump into boundaries. So boundaries. Um, I have, so first learning about boundaries is where my mental health journey kind of started because when I first discovered them and talked about them, really it was from my boyfriend. Like, he had already started doing a lot of work in boundaries and I was like, what are you talking about? So that's what kind of lended me to like understanding what they were and realizing I didn't have any at all. I I'll just let people walk all over me quite often. And I didn't realize that's what I was doing, but I was feeling the repercussions of that. And that's kind of where my mental health journey started was me going, oh, you are really confident saying no, but not feeling bad about it. Like, how do I do that? So that's kind of like where boundaries started for me and my experience. And like I said, I have one story for you. It's not super long, but it has a lot of really good stuff that like I wanted to cover with boundaries. It is like a, it is a text in, so I don't know who it is. So let me go ahead and start. I struggled with boundaries growing up. My parents weren't good at privacy or having conversations that didn't get told to everyone else in the family or at church. Anytime someone confided in another person in our family, it was then broadcasted to everyone we knew. This caused a family dynamic of secrecy and isolation instead of openness and vulnerability. So we became comfortable with just sitting in those things instead of talking things out. There wasn't enough trust that it was safe to be open. As I became an adult, there were times that I needed to have difficult conversations with my parents, but felt unable to do so without it turning into a big fight for weeks or awkward like or awkward relationships for the weeks following. Or worse, We'd have the talk and then I'd find out my grandparents or cousins that they knew about the conversation because, again, it didn't stay between us. Eventually, I had to tell my parents that I wasn't comfortable opening up to them or talking about my life at all, that they had lost my trust, and if they couldn't respect me by keeping our conflicts conflicts between us, then I would have to see them less often. That's what happened. I had to skip a few family gatherings and I didn't go to a Thanksgiving one year. 
I wanted to have a relationship where we were respected and trusted each other. And to accomplish that, I had to impose the consequences for acting in ways that broke our trust. It was painful, awkward at times. I felt more, I felt mean for ignoring some phone calls, but it gave me more peace and margin. And ultimately, the distance gave us, gave me more grace for them. And I missed that relationship. But the consequences also helped my parents to understand this was serious for me. That if we wanted to have the close family we dreamed of, we'd have to move forward with different boundaries. A few years later, I loved, a few years later, I love being with my family during quarantine. I stayed a whole month and it felt awesome to talk and to live with them. Our relationship has improved night and day because we have healthier boundaries now. And we're also able to say, I don't want to talk about that and still keep peace. We're not perfect at it, but we love each other and we're getting closer because of our boundaries. So yeah, that is... I think just overall, like a very big example that I wanted to have on this podcast. And let me just read you, um, this is kind of story number two, my own experience, but, um, yeah. Okay. So what I wanted to really show with that story is like that kind of encompasses our podcast and the fact that it is what I want to highlight is that I, is that feeling of being mean, like you're in the wrong. And to be honest, I don't know what to do when I feel that. That's kind of the cornerstone of what I'm trying to do is read and is in reading and hearing that others felt that way. And I'm not wrong for feeling wrong. It's a healthy reminder that growth isn't comfortable. Um, that was my takeaway from this text in and I'm definitely in that place of I feel really mean and I feel really wrong for some of the things that I've been putting down that I'm like, I don't want this in my space um, mentally. And, uh, you know, it kind of comes from, we'll take my parents, for example. Um, I would assume that anyone that be starting that's starting to become a young adult has gone through this where, for me, I'm 24 years old. And I still feel like I get in trouble for not doing something that they wanted. Like they're unhappy. Um, I'm not behaving a certain way sometimes. So that, you know, it doesn't necessarily create conflict, but it does create tension. Um, I do feel like sometimes I get told what to think. And when I come back and I say, hey, I'm an adult, please don't do that. It's met with this... um, between a rock and a hard place. And I'm sure it's difficult for them because I am the first, I am the first born child. I'm the oldest. Um, you know, my younger brothers aren't coming up to them, uh, saying, Hey, I'm an adult, (laughs) which they are, but I, I'm kind of, I'm the first one that has moved out, has my own apartment, does mostly all of my own bills. They do help me with my cell phone. So thank you, mom and dad and my insurance. So I'm very grateful for that. But I'm the first one that's like, you know, living very independently. And I am coming back and saying, I don't want this anymore. This certain behavior. 
and I feel really mean. And I do not know, I don't know what to do with that. And I don't think I'm the only one. And boundaries has, for me, also kind of morphed a little bit into different boundaries, not just my family, that I've set with other people. And I am really bad about giving consequences. And my consequences turn into a little bit of punishment. And that's another conversation I want to have of how do we do consequences? Because sometimes my consequences are really filled with a lot of spite and that becomes punishment. And something I've discovered this week is, yes, now I'm angry. Now I'm a little angry because I do feel like I have been manipulated in certain ways and a little controlled and I'm getting to a place where I want to take back the reins a little bit. I want to be more of an adult and my boundaries have kind of become a little spiteful. Like, nope, I said, no, absolutely not. We're not doing that anymore. No. Oh, and you, and you've crossed it. So now uh, you have to suffer your consequences. And that has a little that has turned into a little bit of spite and then punishment. And I discovered this week that that boundary is good. It is there for a reason. My reason for it needs to change. The reason for my boundaries is for a healthy relationship. And I need to kind of apologize, but also admit that I've been a little spiteful. Um, so yeah, that's all I really have for you this week. Um, do I know how to apologize and not be spiteful? Not quite yet. (laughs) So I'm still working on it. And if you're out there and you relate to that, Hey, I'm right there with you. I still don't know how to do it. Um, I was a little nervous doing this topic this week because like, I'm still working on this so much that I was like, I don't know if I should do it, but the whole idea of the podcast is to relate in the unknown. So here I am in the unknown telling you, I don't know what I'm doing. Um, now, let's ignore that and move on to tangible good. <laughs> uh, I actually have a really cool tangible good for you this week. Um, Coach Mike Bayer, who is the author of Best Self, which I promise you I am going to get back to you on a book check-in um, in a couple episodes. I just wanted to read a little bit more. Uh, the Best Self and the Anti-Self, I think were two good milestones to talk about. I need to read a little bit more and report back to you before we can move on with that. Um, this poor guy, Coach Mike Bayer, probably thinks I'm obsessed with him. Um, I'm not, I just really love his book. So I've tagged him on our stuff. And now I'm also like promoting this on my podcast. Um, coach Mike, if you ever hear this, I'm not obsessed with you. I just recently found you and I do enjoy everything you put out. So tangible good for this week is coach Mike's empowerment group. This is guys, this is actually a really cool thing. He, uh, you go to his website and it's just, uh, I believe it's just coachmike.com. Let me check that really fast. I have it pulled up. Um, oh shoot, it's gone. Okay, it's fine. It's, I think it's, I'm pretty sure it's uh, coachmikebayer.com or coachmike.com. Either way, he's super popular and famous. So if you just type it in, it'll pop up. And what this is, is every uh, weekly they have every Tuesday at five Pacific time, 
they have basically like a group session and it's uh it's a live session it's a zoom so as soon as you go to the website it pops up ask you if you want to join this and he brings on guests that are like very uh like have a lot of accolades um i hope i use that word correctly uh it's it's basically like very much free counseling that you would pay a ton of money for outside of this it's free um i went to one of his instagram lives that he held and i'm going to be honest i i just kind of stumbled into this so i haven't attended a session so i can't personally say what's happening yet but i would assume it's very close to the instagram live i was on and he just brings different people in asks them different questions um kind of works through like we get to see a mini counseling session happening with someone and it's basically everything I'm trying to do with this podcast of just realizing and relating that other people can't quite see outside themselves but we can and I'm trying to so desperately so um this is completely free which is awesome and they just go through different mental health things. It, it is related around some COVID things, but to be honest, COVID has really just brought out what was on the surface of everyone's mental health anyways. So yeah, that's this week's Tangible Good. It's going to be in our show notes. You'll be able to click it, go to it. And I'm very excited. I'm going to do, I'm going to attend this Thursdays and I'm very excited. I mean, this Tuesdays and I'm very excited about that. Okay. So now we're going to go ahead, jump on into this mantra. Last week was let it go. And I have struggled with that this week. Um, there was, okay, I, at some point I must've signed up for some kind of wildfire app and okay. I didn't quite think this all out. Don't think I sound too crazy, but I would get these messages. That's like uh, Texas fire is 20 miles away. Uh, the Apple fire is 75 miles away and it was creating such anxiety that I was like, oh my gosh, like, do I need to like pack the cats up and get out? Um, I had to let it go. I had to realistically in my head go, Reagan, you live in a valley that's surrounded by houses. Like if it, if this fire ever got to the main streets of Glendale, California, you would know about it. You don't need to go searching through Twitter to comfort yourself like you're okay I think we need to like get off of this text sheet um text sheet uh text log whatever so I struggled with just letting it go and being like yes there is a fire nearby no I am not in danger so I came kind of head to head with that mantra this week um but let's go ahead take it into Madeline Madeline what is our mantra let us know Hey everyone, Um, I'm currently at my parents' house, so I have to be kind of quiet because you gotta respect. Um, But my mantra for this month is be you and be new. So I'm learning a lot of new things and I'm learning that new is not something that has to be scary. Totally understand if it's scary, but the feeling of new is just so exciting to me right now. So it's like, be you, yes. You always will be you, your past, your future, your now, definitely your now, Um, but be new. Like try new things, do new things. Like be a new you as well. So um, yeah, be you and be new people. (laughs) Hope you guys have a great week and back to you, Ryan. 
Madeline, you are a ray of sunshine. And that's all I have to say. Uh, okay, next week is going to be fear. Um, what what was holding you back that you were afraid of? What are you afraid of that you feel like is holding you back? Um, this is a big one for me. I feel like I've lived in fear for a really long time and I didn't even know I was living in it until recently. So next week, fear, what is holding you back or what are you afraid of? And I, re- I remembered, guys, I remembered this time. You can submit your stories to selfishstories at gmail.com or uh, text me anonymous- anonymously at 818 818- Thank you so much. I am so proud of myself for remembering that. See you next week. Dang it, guys. I did forget to tell you to follow us on Instagram. S.E.L.F.I.S.H. At Selfish. That's where I post the mantras, um, pictures of our guests if we have them, and flyers for next week, and just a lot of fun behind the scenes things. So don't forget to follow us there. 